Hello, I'm Natalie Slater and this is SEO in 2023. Natalie, what is your number one SEO tip for 2023? It's get comfortable with GA4. Get comfortable with GA4. Okay, so no alternative. And as I understand, GA3 is going away on the 1st of July, 2023. It will be, yeah, it will stop recording data. So the, it's a good idea. It would have been a, the, the best version of this uh, scenario would be that businesses will have migrated to GA4 already. So that there's a, a, a good amount of data to compare performance year on year by the time the data stops recording in Universal Analytics. But the second best time to do it is now because Universal Analytics will stop recording data and, and that could... You know, that impacts all kinds of things on a marketing perspective, certainly not just SEO. You know, you can't manage what you can't measure. So you asked there about no choice. Is it just uh, GA4 that people uh, should be using? Obviously, other platforms are available, but the transition from GA, well, Universal Analytics to GA4, I feel doesn't have to be as painful as some some people have, uh, you know, have have thought I, I I was very skeptical of GA four, but I am I am a new convert to uh, to the cause. Ooh, <laughs> and um, great advice about get using GA four now because um, you rightly say that um, you get the opportunity then to compare data again uh, from Universal Analytics versus GA four, see what's different, and and there are slightly different ways of measuring things in GA four, aren't there? Yes. So the main difference is the unit of measurement and, and, and the way the data is collected is different. Uh, all other versions of analytics have always been based on hits and some event tracking. Everything in GA4 is, is now an event. So anything that happens within Google Analytics 4 is an event. And so that does mean that there's discrepancies between, you'll find if you run GA4 alongside Universal, you're going to see some differences in the session data if, if it's drastically different, then the, there's, that's something to look into, but there will just be some discrepancies. And so my, my advice would be to install GA4 alongside Universal for as long as you possibly can to get acquainted with those variances in the data and, and figure out what's going on. And that, for me as a, as a practitioner, that, that's been invaluable in, in terms of learning how all of this works, you know, learn by doing. And uh, it's a fairly straightforward process. If you want just a basic implementation of GA4, just get the code on there to see what it tracks out of the box. It, that, that's a five-minute job, usually. Generalized, but usually that, that's quite straightforward. The, the, the bigger part comes with if you've got a huge website with lots of events, manual events and goals that you're tracking, then that can become quite fiddly. But I'd say take the first step and get the code up there. Okay, okay. So, um, I mean, GA4, uh, I should say universal analytics measurement model based on sessions and page views. So, I mean, how ha will that data change when it comes to viewing them as events? They still use sessions and page views. Those are metrics that are still still in GA4. It's the step before that, how the data is gathered. The unit of measurement is is a hit, which then is translated into sessions and page views data. And now the now the unit of measurement is is an event, and all those events are untainted and in GA four as as they have happened. There's no there's no change in what the metric is. I don't know a huge amount about how that works. So if we can avoid, <laughs> I I can look into it. Diving into that too deeply, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, we can perhaps have a further discussion about that in, in some future Majestic webinar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. All I know, like top line, the unit of measurement is different, which leads to discrepancies between the two data sets. So it, that, that needs to be borne in mind when making those comparisons, that, there sh that some variance is to be expected. Understood. So then practically making the move from Universal Analytics to GA4, does an SEO then have to take the data and then compare it and then attempt to uh, make sense of the changes and, uh, I guess, annotate what they feel is uh, information from their old analytics onto GA4 to, to get a sense for what the GA4 data is sharing and also how to compare current data with historic data? Because obviously um, it might make it trickier to compare what they're seeing at the moment with what has happened in the past. Yeah, the most straightforward way of doing that would, would be within Google Data Studio and, and combining those, those two sources of data. It would be possible to, to track that in, in Data Studio. There's plenty of templates that people have built for this task. I personally, I... I still run all my reports in Excel. I like to be very hands-on with the data because that way I don't miss anything. So, you know, the manual approach is, is, is often often good. But in terms of making notes within GA itself, you can still annotate GA4. There's all kinds of custom reports with using the explore function that you can build. But I'd say Data Studio is your best bet for that direct comparison. Okay, so Google Data Studio definitely gets great suggestion there, um, marketer's best friend. And then uh, it gives you the opportunity to, as you say, take both sets of data in there and then see the ano uh, anomalies and uh, pinpoint, I guess, the way that GA4 works differently. Uh, how far should an SEO go back to, to make sense of that data? Are you talking about over a year? I personally would do. And the only reason I'm saying that is because of how consumers have behaved very differently over the, the previous two years. Still, for many campaigns I'm running, the best year-on-year -year comparison tends to be against 2019 because 2020 and 2021 were so unusual. It depends on the sector. It, it, it's totally sector-dependent. You, you might be running a site where everything's just been the same all the way through. I doubt it. So for that reason, I would say benchmarking at least from the start of 2019 can be quite helpful and i would say that about any any data set yeah i, th I think as, as a minimum that's a great point yeah because a lot of seos won't wouldn't necessarily intuitively think about that straight away but you're right the the last couple of years for every industry has been different compared with how it used to be so if you've got the data prior to that then then go back as far as possible and it, it might allow you, I guess, to make more sense of what G4 is spitting out now. So so let's talk a little bit about what, why Google have done this and um, what you think the benefits are of doing it. So what, why have Google actually introduced GA4? From what I can tell, it's a, it's a data protection situation. I don't spend too much time look, looking at Google's uh, reasoning behind this. I just sort of wanted to just kind of get on with it. But it, see, it seems that it, the, the benefits are more, more for Google than the user. I think this is why as an industry, we, we generally people have been quite frustrated that you know, there perhaps hasn't been as much hand-holding through this process as we might have liked or as much notice. I think there has been 
enough notice, but there are definitely flaws or things about GA4 that are, are not as well put together as universal analytics and that's where some of the the frustration comes from but I I think they'll get there there's been recent changes that have made it a lot easier to 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 do e-commerce tracking within GA4 it was very tricky up until it was quite fiddly up until you know a couple of months a month ago so they're ever evolving um they are catching up with themselves I'm just trying to think of benefits it's tricky because I, I'm I'm sort of a uh, I don't like changes within Google Analytics. So it t- takes a lot of time to get used to a thing. I think Universal Analytics is great, and GA4 was so radically different in its in its measurement and its interface that that took a lot of getting used to. But you do get used to it. I I, I can attest to that. I mean, paid marketers will tell us about um, changes that happen, major changes that happen in, in their platforms, whether it be Google Ads, Facebook Ads, something else, some third-party tool. And um, it's maybe horrific for them for the first few weeks, but you certainly get used to it. But then again, some SEOs will be thinking perhaps this is an opportunity to consider other tracking tools. Google Analytics isn't the only player in town and perhaps the fact that they're changing so much and that they have to learn a new version of the tool, it might make them think, well, why not learn something entirely different instead? Is is, is that something that you've considered or any of your clients have considered? I'm fairly brand loyal to Google. I know that that, that, that as soon as uh, you know it, it became that certainly with the, there being things that GA4 couldn't do for quite some time, I, I understand the motivation to to try out things like Matomo. I personally am not doing much with any other analytics platforms, so I can't really speak to that. But I totally understand the desire to, and you know, it kind of it's it's going to make that that industry a bit more exciting if there's a bit more competition, but. I hold out for GA4. I think I think it's going to do what it needs to do eventually. Well, that's good. Um, but I think your suggestion of getting your data into Google Data Studio is is a great idea because it then gives you a bit more of an option to use other analytics tools in the future, uh, other data sources in the future as well, because you, you're not reliant on going into Google Analytics and annotating within there or or relying on that sole platform as the tool that you use to analyze what's happening to your visits. So I, I guess you would agree that um, it's it's better practice to use Data Studio or another third-party aggregator to use to analyze your data. Yes. Yeah, potentially. I, I think you can do it without Data Studio, but the year-on-year comparison is going to be quite fiddly to uh, to do i think once once you've got a year's worth of ga4 data it will become much easier to do that within ga4 itself and not necessarily need to rely on data studio but that is what data studio is for for pulling together all, all of the the data from all of google's platforms and and all other kinds of third parties that's that's what's cool about it i don't think data studio is compulsory but i think it's going to be necessary for this comparison exercise Got you. Okay. Well, you certainly made it clear that SEOs need to stop sticking their heads in the sand if they are doing that with GA4. You you need to start using it now if you haven't actually started um, tracking with it already and gathering data at the very minimum. Even if you don't actually use it actively at the moment, the key thing is gathering data. Then you've got the opportunity to compare against historical data sets and um, you will then be able to attribute what's happening 
um, in GA4 versus the way that it happened in Universal Analytics. So Natalie, you've shared what SEOs should be doing in 2023. So now let's talk about what SEOs shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? Something that SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2023? I would say the thing that, especially when you're short of time, the thing that we can be guilty of is just taking the view of one expert as if it's the case or gospel, you know, definite best practice. And I'd say that's quite unwise when, you know, in an area like SEO, where so much of our job is theory, it's good to get your information about this subject matter from a range of sources. And if they back each other up, great, you know, then you know you're onto a winner. But yeah, I think blindly following the instruction of, of, of one industry expert is, is possibly unwise. I'm not I'm not talking about any one individual you know we we have an industry full of hugely talented people and I think you can we can all learn a lot from gathering collating that information and thinking about it critically rather than you know just just take taking one thing as read and then just running with it that's that's great advice because obviously someone's experience and perhaps vast experience is based upon what's worked for them personally in their situation exactly and their situation doesn't necessarily apply to your situation yep oh natalie slater is a freelance seo consultant and you can find her by searching natalie slater formerly natalie mott on linkedin natalie thanks so much for being part of seo in 2023 thank you very much get your copy of seo in 2023 the book over at seo in 2023.com